This is KBUT. Water issues in the West are notoriously complicated, but they don't have to be. Luke Runyon, who covers water issues for KUNC in Greeley, is tracking down answers to tough water questions. And today, he starts with some chemistry basics. We've heard it before. The West just doesn't have enough water. We're reliant on clouds to drop snow on the mountains, which then melts and becomes our water supply. But could there be another way? That's what Christine Jacques, a listener in Golden, Colorado, wanted to know. Here's my question. Is any research being done on creating water safely under laboratory conditions? And would it be considered artificial water? Would it be cleaner from the start than water from, for example, the South Platte, which has to be treated before use? Thanks. It seems like we're replicating all kinds of things in labs these days. So why not water? We already know what it's made of. This is H2O. Water. To visualize water on the molecular level, let's consult an old episode of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen. When the atoms come together, they stick. On paper, it's pretty simple. So how hard could it be to make water from scratch? Hi. Hi, I'm Luke. Hi, Tony. Hey, Tony, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I went to Colorado State University to find out. Uh, my name is uh, Tony Rapay. I'm a professor of chemistry. I've uh, been at CSU since 1981. I play Rapay, our listener question. Is any research being done on creating water safely? And he dives right in. Making water from, say, hydrogen, the big challenge with that is where does the hydrogen come from? So, Christine, to answer your question, this is the biggest problem with making water in a lab. Hydrogen is not in ready supply. You can't poke a hole in the ground and get it out like you can natural gas. Most of the hydrogen gas we do have is made from methane. And Rappé says it takes a lot of energy to convert methane into hydrogen. So much so that the final product would be really expensive. A second way you could do it would be to take water. Water that we already have in abundance, like salty ocean water, and then electrolyze it to generate hydrogen. Doing that would be about a thousand times more energy intense than the most efficient way of of getting at, if you will, pure water. So is there any way to get more fresh water into the dry and highly populated areas of the West and take the burden off existing supplies like the Colorado River? The least expensive way is desalination, where you basically take, say, brackish water, uh, turn it into water vapor and recondense it. Turning ocean water into something we can drink has so far presented itself as the most economic way to manufacture large amounts of clean water. And it's a technology already being used widely in Israel and Saudi Arabia. Some desalination plants in California are operating too. It's more expensive than just letting it rain, but in dry places it could be a a viable option. But desalination has its drawbacks. Some environmentalists say sea life is hurt by the pipes that suck ocean water into the facilities, and then injured again when excess brine is pumped back into the ocean. The the best way uh, to generate water is is the way we currently do it, where uh, in the oceans the sun causes uh, water to vaporize, turn into clouds, come over, condense, come down as 
clean rain. It might be the most efficient, but we don't get to decide where it rains or snows and how much of it comes down at any given time. And while the idea of making water in a lab is enticing, at least for now, we're not able to cheaply produce enough of it to make a difference. The ocean is made of H2O. You and I are full of H2O. It's wild. It's wonderful. It's water. I'm Luke Runyon. The story was produced in partnership with public media station KUNC in northern Colorado with financial support from the Walton Family Foundation.